For thousands of federal employees, travel is part of the job. Now, thanks to the coronavirus threat anyway, travel with its crowded airports and filthy planes isn't looking like such a good idea. But can you say no? Here with some answers, federal employment attorney Lynn Bernabey of Bernabey and Cabot. Lynn, good to have you back. Good morning. Good to speak to you. People that are worried about travel for official duties, can they actually say, no, I don't want to do that because I'm worried about coronavirus? It depends. It's, it's a complicated answer. If your job duties require travel, um, and now we're just talking about general travel, not to particularly uh, dangerous areas with infected individuals, the answer is yes, they can force you to travel. If you're going into some place where you will come in contact with infected individuals or likely to, like for example, medical workers or even maintenance workers, some scientific employees who are dealing with specimens, then you can say the agency has to follow proper protocols, which are set up in most agencies. I would imagine the medically related agencies like FDA or CDC people would expect to be going to the hot zones in the first place, but what is it that the agency must do for them, even if it's part of the job to go to those specific areas? Well, there's protocols that have been established, and if there's no protocols, there's two places to look. One, uh, the AFGE, American Federation of Government Employees, the largest government employee uh, union, they have uh, uh, many collective bargaining agreements that uh, put in place uh, appropriate protections for the federal workers they cover. And OSHA also has put out a fact sheet, uh, uh, Occupational Health and Safety Administration. And that explains to federal workers what they have to do, what they don't do, what they can require uh, of their agency in a pandemic situation. It's actually very good in explaining very simply, you know, what you can do to protect yourself. And so basically then you've got to go. Now, suppose you're in a scientific agency and there's a big scientific meeting and you are going to present a paper, say, and that meeting might be in somewhere in the Asian countries or somewhere where you're worried there might be some more outbreak than there is even as we're seeing day by day in the United yeah. States. Well, I I think um, it's it's sort of a matter of common sense and, you know, I know that's sort of in short supply these days, but... You know, I think many conferences in, in highly infected areas are being canceled, such as certainly China, even Italy has canceled a lot of big public events. Um, so I, I think that's going to be less of an issue. I think the smaller conferences that may be held in highly infected areas, I think unless there's an especial health risk, um, I think there's no reason to cancel your plans. Yeah, so basically then it's travel as normal. I guess you could cite the instance of the airlines themselves canceling flights to certain areas. That could be a way out, I guess. If you really didn't want to go, you might be forced to stay home if you can't get there. Yes, I think I think that's one issue. And I know the president has also instituted travel restrictions on a number of countries. Um, and, of course, you know, this is the first time it's happened for a pandemic situation. So, you know, it's unclear uh, how that's going to affect things. Um, I think in most instances, uh, people that, you know, aren't healthcare workers, aren't maintenance workers, aren't people that handle specimens of medical waste, those kinds of people, I think they're going to find that their their events are, are, are canceled. And there's, you know, so the, I don't think that's going to be a huge problem, at least if this really takes hold the way that it may take hold. We're speaking with Lynn Bernabey. She's a federal practice attorney with Bernabey and Cabot. And what kinds of things have you been seeing otherwise in the workplace these days? 
either related to the coronavirus or just general crabbiness? Well, I think, unfortunately, this administration doesn't value federal workers, whether they be in the State Department, HHS, CDC, and there's been uh, um, certainly a, um, uh, you know, for for the non-defense-related agencies, there's been a reduction in funds, which in turn means that it's becoming much more attractive for senior experienced people to leave, and they are leaving. And I think that's one of the issues, even with the coronavirus, that the experienced people are leaving the agency, the uh, spot in the White House that was for sort of bizarre to take care of any pandemic issues such as we're facing now uh, has been uh, destroyed. In fact, John Bolton was the one that destroyed it. So um, there's big pockets in the government that uh, are no longer there to protect people. So I think, you know, the other people left in the federal government are very frustrated and unhappy. Well, getting back to this whole coronavirus issue, I mean, what do you counsel management to do if people are saying, yes, I have to travel and it's part of the job, but uh, should they be a little bit more flexible right now if people just don't feel like going and mixing up with people in airplanes and trains and airports? I think definitely. Um, the, um, uh, in fact, the EEOC has also put out guidelines, and I think it, flexibility is especially important with people who may have some health condition, who are disabled. And uh, what OSHA and the EEOC recommend is that employers be specially um, observant or ask more questions about medical conditions, not that they can share the information, but for their own management responsibilities, and see if there's some special reason that someone might be more vulnerable to the virus uh, than others. And in those circumstances, they are required to accommodate by allowing telework, allowing people to work from home, um, what they call social distancing. Um, uh, so they are required under the Americans with Disability Act and in, just in terms of good management uh, practices to let people work from home if they feel they have a special um, health condition that would make them particularly vulnerable. Yes, that's a little bit ironic, too, because the Trump administration, at least through Social Security and several other agencies, have been trying to really cut back on telework that has been trending yeah. upward for a number of years. Seems like this could give a fresh boost to the people in favor of telework generally, government-wide. Oh, absolutely. I mean, telework, if not abused, and there are instances, of course, when it's abused, like everything else, but uh, can be very efficient for the government. I mean, people uh, have long commuting times now in many areas because of the cost of housing in the District of Columbia, and so that can be an efficient uh, method for having people have more working hours. Um and keeping good workers. Uh, so I think you're right. It may very well uh, uh, have a new lease on life. <laughs> All right. Well, let's hope the whole thing blows over, at least the coronavirus, so we can get back to the regular issues. Lynn Bernabe is, <laughs> is a federal employment practice attorney with Bernabe and Cabot. Thanks so much. Thank you. We'll post this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Hear the Federal Drive on your schedule. Subscribe at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One. Hey, hon, what you doing with your phone? Do flowers have best friends? I don't know. Hey, look. Whoa. Some answers can only be found in nature. Discover the unsearchable. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a trail near you. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. A financial plan isn't just about money. It's about what matters most to you, like protecting your family, supporting your community, and building a legacy for future generations. 
At Northwestern Mutual, we start with a conversation about the life you want to live now and years from now. Whether you're paying down debt, saving for college, or planning for retirement, we have an eye on your bigger picture. Get access to our financial expertise at harlem.nm.com. The Northwestern Mutual Life Insurance Company, headquartered in Milwaukee, Wisconsin.